What's going on, everybody? Now, the question is this. How do men and women all over the world, coaches, experts, influencers, thought leaders, create six- or seven-figure businesses, all while having fun and changing lives? If you want to know the secrets to start that business, getting leads, getting paid what you desire for the clients you serve, and changing their lives every single day, this is the podcast for you. I'm JC of The Finest, and this is The Finest Hour. What's going on, Finest Hour friends? We have a brand new podcast this week with a familiar face. Now, if you're not familiar, I have a coach. His name is Rob Reed Fitness. That is the man behind everything I do. Gives me my diet, gives me my workouts, and keeps me in the best shape mentally and physically. But the last podcast, if you haven't, make sure you go check that. He was a guest, and he gave tons of information, and tons of people wanted him back. So what we did was basically came with a plan where I was asking all the followers for questions to ask Rob, and he will answer them on this podcast. They asked a ton of questions, and we picked the best ones that were kind of duplicates, and we're going to answer them now. So without further ado, I'll let him introduce himself. We have Rob Reef Fitness in the building. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? This is Rob. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Justin, for having me on the show again. Uh, it's always good. Um, you know, I, I love talking with you. You have a great following. I love how enthusiastic uh, you always are and how enthusiastic your uh, your crowd is. So, uh, you know, I really appreciate you having me on and uh, anything I can ever do to help you or help anyone else out, you know I'm here. Definitely. I really appreciate that for sure. And, uh, you know, it's always good to have you on. We go way back on a lot of the followers that are just joining that have been following us and the newer listeners that will be joining after this episode. I'm sure they'll be blown away by the amount of information that you have because I might seem smart, but I'm really not. You are. (laughs) So that's why you're on this show and uh, you will be helping us out today. So if ready to rock and roll, we have a couple of questions to throw at you. And however you want to answer them, it's all good. I know you're going to deliver the bacon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Cool, man. Well, I have a lot of things going on, you know, as the gym, as you and I both know, uh, and with fitness and modeling and things like that. And I get a ton of questions, a lot of questions about not just working out, but the supplement side of things. And we'll kind of jump around with a lot of the questions here because in no particular order. But uh, I know a lot of individuals that are sending me direct messages on Instagram. They're always asking about supplements and supplements and what to take and what not to take. And the one thing that always comes up is whey protein. Now, I know you have a super vast knowledge on supplements. So the question was, what is whey protein and what are its benefits? Okay, so to give you like a a quick rundown without getting too scientific, I'll give you the basics. So whey is the byproduct of cheese um, and whey protein used to just be a waste product. So what happened was, you know, there are obviously there's cheese factories all over the world. You know, one of the largest in the U.S. is in Wisconsin. And, um, you know, so they would make tons of cheese and then they would just dump the way around like lakes and rivers and, you know, things like that uh, around around the factories. And what they noticed was while they were dumping this cheese, um, the wildlife was growing, like the fish in the ponds were growing. You know, the animals that were eating the fish around it were growing. It was kind of like a phenomenon. So they're like, you know, what's going on to where like these like these animals and stuff are becoming like freakishly large. <laughs> and, um, you know, so they kind of and, and this wasn't too long ago. I mean, this might be, you know, I'd say I'd say no longer than you know 20 years ago or something like that. You know, I, I, don't, don't quote me on that, but it, it wasn't that long ago. But that being said, so scientists, um, you know, refined the product saw that we could use it because obviously protein is the building blocks of of matter so you know your body needs protein everything's protein your hair your nails your skin all of its uh 
made of protein. So you need it. You don't necessarily need a supplement of protein, but you need protein in order to live and grow and develop and so forth and so on. So again, so protein is the um, the byproduct of cheese, and then it gets processed and separated um, and spray dried and agglomerated, uh, and then it gets processed into the uh, whey protein powder that we we know today. Got it. I did not know that. That's uh, pretty interesting, but it makes a ton of sense. You know, if you have some huge, like, beefy salmon out there, you know, swolled up in the pond, you know, I guess that would make sense that it would kind of catch a couple of eyes. So uh, I know that would definitely be a benefit because that's probably one of the bigger questions that I get on a regular basis. And talking about the gain of maybe a muscular fish, now we'll talk about kind of the loss, uh, maybe in a different direction here. I know I get a ton of questions. People are like, you know what? I want to lose weight. I don't want to go so long. I'm so tired of working. Nothing is working out. So the question would be, can you lose weight without exercise? And the answer is, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and I hate <laughs> to say that because I promote, you know, a healthy, healthy exercise, you know, for your heart, um, not just for aesthetic purposes. Like it's cool to have a six pack and muscles and people look at you. But the reality is like, you know, it, it's, it's your heart, your mind, stress levels, you know, concentration, you know, things of that level. But if you're going to ask me to the core, can you lose calories in and, and calories out? That's all. So scientifically speaking, if you're taking in less calories than you burn, then you will lose weight. That makes total sense. I mean, uh, the biggest thing that I had to learn, and you probably taught me that better than anyone else, uh, just being a basketball player and working out all the time and eating literally anything from double cheeseburgers to pizza to ice cream, then it was like, okay, you're getting a little bit older, and all of a sudden, the working out just wasn't outdoing the diet. Then all of a sudden, got the diet right, and the weight fell off. It was an amazing, uh, amazing transition. So I can definitely attest to that, seeing how much and how important just getting your diet right is, you know, and how that kind of levels out, you know, because a lot of people out there that maybe they have a couple of different obstacles they're having. Maybe they don't have the time or maybe they have limitations as far as their physical abilities, you know, and now I guess we really bring a lot of light to them knowing that they can still lose weight if they just take care of exactly what you just said first. And uh, maybe they're okay with that, not having to rely on being an athlete or going to the gym or exercising all day, which is what a lot of people think is what really does the trick. Um, so let me correct myself. When I said weight loss is calories in, calories out, now there's good weight loss and bad weight loss. Um, so you could just starve yourself, unfortunately, and, and you would lose weight, but that's not the healthy way to go about it. You have to find the yeah. correct balance. Um, you know, that's why calculating your macros are, uh, you know, is really important um, because there's also a lot of lost calories. So, you know, people are like, you know, I feel like I'm eating right, you know, but I'm not losing weight. But unless you're actually tracking it, you don't really know. Um, you know, there's calories in ketchup, there's calories in dressing, you know, people, there's, there's a lot of lost, there's calories in drinks that people don't, you know, incorporate. So there's a lot of uh, lost calories. You know, you, that's why you should make sure you're actually tracking what you're doing. So you want to lose good weight and sustainable weight and be healthy. You don't want to just lose weight. I totally agree with that. that makes complete sense. I mean, it could be something as simple as eating gum all day. That's like five calories per stick, but nobody really tracks that at all. Uh, yeah, that's right. kind of getting a little bit ridiculous, but at the same time, for the example purpose. But just like you said, you can have good weight loss or you can have a point where you're starving yourself. That leads kind of into the next question, which is I get it a ton. And I'm sure you hear it a lot. Uh, the person said, all I eat are salads. Why am I not losing weight? What would your words be on that question? A salad could be 2,000 calories. I mean, what are you putting on the salad? How much dressing are you putting on the salad? What kind of meat are you putting in the salad? I mean, it, it's not just... Uh, 
you know, are, are you just eating lettuce? You know, are, are, how many, are you putting eggs in it? You know, I, you can, you can put a thousand calories worth of just ranch on your, uh, on your salad. So, uh, I mean, th- th- with, without actually tracking it or looking at it or seeing it, that, that's a hard question to answer. Um, but the reality is like, not all salads are necessarily healthy, uh, just because, um, it's got lettuce in it. I mean, cheeseburgers usually have lettuce on them, you know, so it's just, uh, yeah. it's, it's what you're, it's what you're putting in it. And, you know, also what you're, what you're making sure that you track it. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I guess on the flip side of that, what if someone was just having a salad, just basically lettuce and all they had was like a 35 calorie dressing, the perfect serving size. They didn't go overboard. Everything was to the T, but every day that's all they ate was lettuce and then a little bit of dressing. How would that equate to where if they're like, uh, it's not really working for me. You know, would they be under eating if they're eating kind of like that with a salad of that, I guess, small amount of calories? Um, I, I mean, 25, 25 calories a day is, is probably not recommended. I mean, everyone's different. Um, you can calculate, uh, you can calculate, you know, what, what would be good or, or not for you based off of your height, weight, age, sex. You know, there's free online calculators uh, to where you could do that or, or Justin could do that for you. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's what he's, uh, you know, that's what he's doing now with the coaching and so forth and so on. Um, but, uh, you know, I, yes, I mean, uh, <laughs> that would not be a healthy way. One, that's not balanced to eat the same thing. Two, that's not enough calories. And three, you have to think about your body like a car. Um, you need fuel. I mean, so you, there is a such thing as under eating. Um, if you're not, ha- if you don't have enough fuel in your tank, you're going to be tired. Um, you're not, you're, you're going to have low energy levels. Um, you're not going to be able to focus. Um, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, you're going to have headaches, you know, get like 80% of headaches come from dehydration, you know, just drink more water, you know, put some electrolytes in your, in your drink. So no, that's a great response. That makes total sense for sure. And, you know, when you're looking at say kind of transitioning a little bit from that with having maybe eating too less, keeping on the topic of eating, I know a lot of people are always like, I'm having low carb, low carb, this low carb, that. The myth is out there. Maybe you can kind of debunk the myth. Can you eat carbs after nine? Or should there be a cut time when you stop having carbs in your diet every day? Is Maybe lend a little bit of light to that. So there are certain diets, such as like the keto diet, where they increase fats and lower carbs. But there's nothing wrong with carbs. I mean, so if you have a cheesesteak, is a cheesesteak 800 calories at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? And, you know, not 800 calories at 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, 800 calories is 800 calories. It doesn't matter. You know, it's a myth. You shouldn't eat after 9. You shouldn't do this. You know, you shouldn't do that. The reality is, like, whatever you're eating in the course of that, you know, 24 hours or whatever it may be, as long as it falls in your macros, it doesn't matter what time you're eating it. A carb's not going to be 55 carbs at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and 700, that same thing, be 775 carbs at 11 p.m. Carbs are carbs. And, you have to, and, and everything works, you know, paleo works, you know, you can be on a, a vegetarian diet. It probably works. You can be on a keto diet. It probably works. You can, but the reality is like, you have to find out what works for you. You know, keto doesn't necessarily work for me because it's a limited menu and I just, there's not enough food on it. So I just get a little like annoyed, you know, so whatever works for you, you know, you need to try it. And no matter what, even, even though you're on a type of diet like paleo or keto, it's just telling you how to eat, you know, a high fat, low carbs, you know, but you still need to track your macros. No matter what you're doing, you need to know how many calories you should take in. 
you know, and, and, and what type of foods you should be eating. So no matter what type of diet you're on, you still need to track your macros. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I know a lot of the questions I get are just many individuals freestyling things. And uh, that's probably the number one thing that I preach that you taught me is just to track things. You know, it's a lot easier to see where things are going if you know your, your previous steps, uh, opposed to like, I don't know what I ate Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, it's like, well, that's not really going to help you much if you've gained 17 pounds over the last month and you have no idea where the weight came from. You know, when you're talking about food, another part of food, obviously, we've touched on a little bit so far, but many individuals focus on the working out. You know, and I guess the first thing would be, because I'll get messages, I'm sure you get them the same way from your clients and people you help, uh, when they're talking about, you know what, I, I like to work out in the morning, or I like to work out in the afternoon, or you know what, nighttime is best for me. You know, coming from someone that's helped a lot of people, you know, would you say that it matters if you work out in the a.m. or the p.m., or is there a better time that's suited for if you're working out? Yeah, it does matter. Um, and but, but the only reason it matters is because it, yet again, just comes down to absolute preference. So um, it, it matters comes comes down to preference. So if you work out in the morning, your testosterone. Uh, let me repeat that. If you work out in the morning, your testosterone levels are highest. Um, so uh, you're probably going to get um, more energized for the day, but you're probably going to be a little weaker. Um, if you work out at night, um, your testosterone levels aren't as high, energy level and so forth and so on. But you will be able to probably lift more um, if you're talking about um, lifting weights. So um, you know in it, you can vary it. I prefer to work, work out in the morning and, and get it out the way. Uh, but I know if I work out later on in the day that I, I probably will be able to lift more weight than I can at 6 a.m. My body's not even fully up yet. So um, it only matters in, in retrospect to that. But otherwise, just get a workout in. Get in where you fit in. Get in when you, whenever no, you I can. like that. That makes that makes a ton of sense. And just piggybacking off of that, if you're working out in the AM or the PM, is too much working out a thing? I get that a lot. A ton of people ask that. Am I working out too much? Am I working out too much? You know, what would you say about that? Absolutely. Can you work too much? Can you be overworked at your job? Or can you be, you know, overworked with in your personal life, with your family, and you're overwhelmed? And you, yes. There is a such thing as too much working out. Um, and again, that too, too much quote unquote working out is also going to vary with every individual. I have recently been working out six days a week and I've been noticing, you know, my joints are a little more more tired. Um, you know, I, I've been having, you know, some like, some issues there. Um, and uh, I just took like a week off, did some plyometrics, uh, did some swimming stuff and you know, I feel better. So. I, I feel as though lifting heavy that many times a week that I, I did start to kind of, you know, burn out, uh, if you will. So, uh, again, everyone's different. So, you know, you have to you have to just kind of listen to your body. You know, if you're starting to get, you know, injuries more, if you're starting, if things are starting to ache and, you know, so forth and so on, then you have to back it up a little bit because body needs rest. I mean, that's just, you know, No, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I mean, I know I just saw it recently. It was crazy. Just speaking of like, if you're working out six days, I'm, I'm kind of doing the same thing. But uh, I saw an interview on C.T. Fletcher and he was talking about back in the day, he used to train eight to 12 hours a day, <laughs> five days a week in the gym. And I'm like, insane. insane. I was like, eight to 12 hours. And he was like, yeah, we would go on and do sets of like 150 reps on bench. And all these crazy, I mean, then he's talking about his injuries. And, you know, aside from that, he had a heart transplant, all these crazy stories. But he was just going back to his training. He was like looking back. He's like, yeah, I probably overdid it. But that's all we knew. You just lifted until you couldn't lift anymore. 
And uh, thinking about that now, I'm like, that just sounds like straight insanity. Well, you know what? That's that's not his fault. I mean, like in oh. life, you only know what you know, you know, and you don't know what you don't know, you know. So that being said, I mean, you have to think about the athletes today. I went to uh, one of my little cousin's basketball games. Um, they were they're just in the preseason right now. And like uh, there isn't a starting player. I mean, it's a high school team. There isn't a starting player on this team that's under six. six. Wow. No joke. Uh, these kids are getting so like do you remember when we were in college how much how much did you follow a new trend no, not at all <laughs> not at all and that wasn't that long ago now imagine our parents and their parents so i mean if you take if you take an athlete you know let, let's say like a, a michael jordan as opposed to like a lebron james and everyone does that comparison you know who's better michael jordan or lebron james i mean skill wise it's crazy. I'm not trying to have that argument. You know, I don't, I don't want, you know, 50 people to chime in and say I'm being crazy. That's not the argument I'm trying to make. I'm trying to argue technology. You know, the reality is like somebody like LeBron James, Michael Jordan probably, you know, went to practice every day, did what he needed to do, you know, whatever. LeBron James spends a million dollars a year just on the upkeep of his body. You know, he's got personal chefs, dietitians. Um, you know, you should see the the, the, the the plyometric workouts that he's doing over the summer to strengthen the little tendons in his knees. The basketball shoes. If you wear a pair of Jordan 1s as, a, as, as compared to, you know, LeBron 10s, I'm talking about the cushioning, the bounce. Like, I mean, even like just just, just everything, every, everything about technology. You know, the people are in, 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 in hyperbaric uh, cryo chambers. Um, you know, the, there, there's we just know so much more. Like, you know, ten years ago, if you tore your ACL, that could be oh, a career yeah. and injury. You know, three years ago, Adrian Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, came back the very next year and led the NFL in rushing. Yeah, that's unheard of. But you know, just with technology and knowledge, you know, I didn't even start lifting until I got to college. Now you have high school kids following, you know, regiments. So, um, you know, the more you know. You know, the, the, the longer you can last or, you know, the longer you can, you know, that now now that we know so much more about exercise and dieting and so forth and so on, it's, it's easier for us to, you know, be able to take care of our bodies more. And it, it's, that's a good thing. People are living. I agree. I 100 percent agree with you on that. I mean, even in Michael Jordan's case, he had the best Tim Grover, best trainer out having probably the best possible methods of whatever from 1984 all the way to 2001. You know, but then you have someone like LeBron James who wears, I saw this on uh, one of the news specials, it's like a wristband practice, and it tracks his heart rate, his steps, his breathing, his pulse, it tracks it, he points to the right. point where all that data after practice is sent to statisticians, and they bust it down basically, and they're like, okay, today he's, he's only going to go like 60%. Because after the back-to-backs, his body's at a point where it seems like he hasn't slept in six days. Like, crazy data. But like you said, it helps with injury prevention. It helps with injury recovery. Uh, you know, it helps with just having more know-how to where, like you said, you only know what you know. At least now it seems that there's a lot more knowledge to be had, uh, which helps people to be healthier, like you said, live longer and have a higher quality of life if they just pay attention. You know, so that's definitely, uh, you know, a definite boost, I guess, to our life now. And even when you're looking at someone that's like a super skilled athlete like LeBron or Michael Jordan, and you look back to, say, a regular person who just like every day, like us, you know, doesn't have maybe a, a chef or all the technology in the world and they just want to kind of start, but they don't really know how to lose weight or, you know, what the best way of going about it would be. What would you say to like a beginner that just wants to kind of get in the game and uh, figure out where the best place to lose weight would be? The first place I would start 
is making a commitment. Um, once you make that commitment and you know in your heart and your head, you're going to stumble. That's life. You're going to stumble along the way. You know, you, you may you may fall off. You, you know, you, you, you may fall down. But if you're committed, then you'll get back up. So the first thing and the most important thing to do is, you know, you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired, yeah. if you know what I mean. It's just, you have to be done with saying, you know, making excuses. You have to be done with feeling sorry for yourself. I mean, because the reality is, like, things happen in life. There's trauma. Like, you know, I, 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 life is hard, man. Like, I, believe me, I, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I know. Life, life is tough. Um, you have to make a decision. Like, so whatever caused your waking, you know, something happened in your life, you had a dramatic experience, you know, like, I'm not downplaying that, you know, things happen. Like I said, life is hard, but at a point you have to say, okay, well that happened. So what now, you know, like what, what am I going to do next? So it's like, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm 250 pounds. I ate too much. You know, I was depressed after this divorce. You know, I was depressed after the baby. I was depressed after the breakup. I was depressed after the job loss. I got it. But at this point, I already lost the job. I already had the kids. The breakup is over. I still have yep. my life to live. So what decision am I going to make from this point moving forward? So you have to make that commitment to say, I want to do better. And then at that point, you have to make attainable goals. Because if you make a, to a goal that's, you know, unattainable, then, you know, there's a high percentage that you're probably not going to follow through on that. So you have to make a goal that, you know, you you're going to be able to finish and follow through on. Um, and one of the major things I would say to do to get help is call somebody like Justin, call somebody like me, get a coach that you're held accountable for. You know, they know how to or, or at least to get you started. You know, you wouldn't just try and teach yourself, you know, calculus. You know, you would go to school, you would take a class, you would get a teacher. You know, it's, it's no different for this health and fitness stuff. I mean, again, you don't know what you don't know. You need someone to teach you. You know, or, or even though there's a lot of information out there on the Internet, but instead you don't want to get overwhelmed. You know, somebody needs to hone this in for you specifically. Everyone's different. Everyone's body types are different. You know, everyone, you know, has a different type of accountability. You know, some people can just kind of take things and go, you know, once they're told other people kind of need to be walked through things more. And everyone's a different type of learner. And that, that's fine. No, no, nothing's better than, you know, than anything else. But you just need to, you know, you, you need to get started. Today. Yes. Not tomorrow, not Monday, not next week, not after Thanksgiving, today. I completely agree with that. It's uh, probably one of the biggest things most people have to get over. Uh, I just remember still to this day, you know, the day that I reached out to you and, uh, you know, you came on as my coach because I had reached a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, I was tolerating always, like you said, resting on past mistakes or past failures or past setbacks. And it was time where I looked at the clock and there was no hands, no numbers on the clock. It just said now, you know, it's like if you don't do it now, you're not going to do it. And if you do it now, you'll have immediate change, you know, and I know a lot of people wait. I know I was one of the ones that used to wait and always look for the perfect time. But, you know, I feel that now is the only time to do it, because if you want to change, they always have that saying, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You know, you have to change for that change to happen. And, you know, I definitely agree with you on that. When you take the action now, that's when you get that urgent change. And I know that's what a lot of people are lacking. So hopefully that will help them see that vision. And, you know, seeing another vision that a lot of people talk about, and this is a big one here. Many people ask, and I'll kind of keep the question brief. Uh, they ask, all I do is cardio and try to eat healthy. Why am I not getting toned? What would your thoughts be on that question? That's a popular one. So I guess that's, that, that's a twofold question. So 
I'll start with the second part first. It was I try to eat healthy. So that's relative. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure unless you're planning your meals out or you're tracking your macros, trying to eat healthy could mean so many different things um, as opposed to trying to eat healthy by guessing. Um, why don't you cut the guessing out of it? You know, count, count your macros, prep your meals um, and actually track the things that you're eating. Um, so you don't necessarily have to try. You can just do. And that would cut out, you know, all of the guessing. So um, it, it's probably impossible to just uh, estimate calories and, and carbs and fat. I mean, you, you have, yeah. especially if you're not cooking the food, you don't know if they're cooking in olive oil. You don't know if they're cooking in butter. Um, so the second, uh, going back to the first part of the question, so I guess to finish off the second part of the question, when you say try, it's just too, it's too big. Um, so instead of cutting out try, you need to narrow it down, hone it in, and track. Um, but Definitely. the first part is the cardio. Um, and it was you're not losing weight or you're, you're not getting toned. So yes. the problem with cardio, there, there is no problem with cardio. So cardio is great for your cardiovascular health and to burn excess calories. But really the only way that you're going to tone is weight training. So, I mean, you don't have to, you know, be some bodybuilder or, like, lift, you know, super heavy weights or so forth and so on. But, I mean, if you look at marathon runners, um, you know, they, it, they're they thin, um, but <laughs> the only way you're actually going to get actually definition um, is to lift weights. I mean, even if, it's, even if, you're, if you start with body weights, you know, air squats or you know, home circuits or, you know, kettlebells or things of that nature, you're going to have to incorporate weights in order to tone um, because that's going to build muscle. Um, and you're only going to build muscle through running if you're sprinting. Now, you can lose fat through, you know, lots of cardio when you're running miles. Um, but in order to tone, you're going to have to build muscle. It makes perfect sense. Uh, it makes definite sense. Uh, I know that the marathon runner example is, is a great example just from the running, 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 and they have slender bodies, uh, you know, and if you're trying to get that muscle on, put it on, you know, just hitting the gym, picking up a weight, you know, might do you good. And, you know, speaking of kind of building bodies, this is, I guess, maybe what we can end on uh, because there's three things that a lot of people ask about, and I'll let you cover it. And maybe you can give a couple of examples of exercises that if they know it, they can do it. And if they don't know it, they can just YouTube it or Google it and uh, look up the exercise and learn how to do it. The first question, it will be a three-part question. The first question would be, what's the best way to build a bigger chest? The second question would be, what's the best way to train abs or what are some ab exercises to bring your abs out? And the third question for my females uh, that are asking, how do they build a bigger butt? I guess that would be the three questions kind of to end on, to round out, to give people a little bit of a takeaway to go home and try these things and kind of improve their areas that they're looking to improve in. Uh, so the first question, as far as the chest question, um, when you say you're looking to build a bigger chest, you have to understand that there are different areas of your chest. Uh, a lot of people just want to go in and do bench press, um, which is a, a great core lift. But there are three areas of your chest, um, your upper, your middle, and your inner. There's really no such thing as a lower chest, even though people do decline and stuff. But that's really working your upper chest anyway. Um, so when you're concentrating on your chest, you want to make sure that you're doing, um, you know, you're concentrating on, on all areas. So there are multiple exercises that work each of those. Um, you can, you know, you can look those up. 
for but just a quick for example if you if you're looking for an upper chest you you know you want to do an incline if you're looking for a regular chest you want to do a bench press or a dumbbell bench press or a push press uh something like that and if you're looking for the inner chest you want to do you know a, a fly a dumbbell fly or a uh, you know a machine fly or something like that again there are there are hundreds of exercises um but if you're looking to build a bigger chest um, you need to concentrate on the different areas of your chest. Um, but it all also goes back to if you're looking for weight gain or weight loss, it's calories in and calories out. So if you want to build a quote unquote bigger chest, you're going to have to gain weight. Now you can turn that weight into anything that you want. You can gain weight and, you know, be chubby. You can gain weight and be, you know, muscular. You can gain weight and whatever. I mean, you can turn that into anything you want. But if you want to get bigger, it's calories in, calories out. Now they have a little bit better of an idea how to build the different areas of the chest, you know, understanding that calories in, calories out are also very important. What would you say a way to, I guess, have better abs or exercises to build their abs or kind of bring them out? Uh, I kind of know where this is going to end up, but for the listeners that don't, you know, where would this be uh, as far as your answer? There's nothing more annoying than cliche sayings. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I just think cliche sayings are like the, the freaking... I, I don't know. I can't think of a I don't want to think of a bad analogy to talk about cliche sayings because that would be oxymoronic, if you will. <laughs> but in order, abs are made in the kitchen. So you yep. can do 13,000 sit ups a day. Your abs will never show. Um, so yep. the advice is, you know, stick to your diet. Watch your salt intake. Um, you know, again, your macros, you know, watch your watch your fat intake sticking macros is going to make your abs show. Um, a lot of people think, and there's nothing wrong with just doing crunches and so on, but if you want your abs to get stronger and actually, you're going to have to use weights on them like you would use weights on your arms or your chest or anything else that you're actually trying to grow. So a lot of people forget that aspect of it. And the third aspect of it, I mean, because if you do all three, then you're golden, is the cardio aspect because now you're getting your um, metabolism going um, and your metabolism is running throughout the day you know, when you, uh, when you get that heart rate up and, and so forth and so on. So the number one thing is the diet. The number two thing is exercising your core and using weights. And then the number three thing would be incorporating cardio into your uh, exercise regimen. Perfect. I know that's going to help many, many people. I get a ton of questions. I'm killing it in the gym. Why can't I see my abs? And I'm like, well, what are you eating? The right. first response is, uh, you know, McDonald's, pastas, bread. I'm like, yep exactly to the point you're making, you know, I would say the, the last question after we've covered the chest now, we've covered the abs, two huge spots most people want to take care of. The last one uh, would be for my females that ask, like, how do I build a bigger butt, you know, or how do I get my booty gains, as they say on social media, you know, what would you say or any type of advice you could give uh, to help those individuals looking to do that? The number one thing I would say, um, and this is probably more of a question for the ladies, I mean, I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure, ladies, you like nice, you know, tushes on guys, too. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I'd say for the most part, this question would be more for the ladies. But the, the number one piece of advice I would give is when you're talking about building a tush or, you know, a better booty or, you know, whatever, um, I would say don't ever compare yourself to other people. You want the best tush that you can have, you know. So it's like uh, genetics are different, height, weight, so forth and so on. But no matter what your genetics are, you can improve them, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, you may not. And I say that for a reason. 
and the, and the reason I say that is because you'll look at a picture on Instagram. Or I shouldn't, you know, some people will look at a picture on Instagram and say, I want a butt like that. Well, that's outrageous because you don't know what that person has one been through. You don't know what their genetics are. You don't know what they're eating. You don't know if they have a, you know, a, a in-house, you know, trainer. Um, you don't know if they've had surgery. So yeah. when you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're doing yourself an injustice because, you know, it's, 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 you're, you're trying to reach a goal that's impossible to reach um, based off of your current circumstances. So, I mean, you know, I, I heard the saying one time again, going back to cliches, like, you know, stop trying to look like the people in the magazines because the people in the magazines don't look like the people in the magazines. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, so I, I would, I would one, try to, you know, limit your, uh, your comparison to other people and try and, uh, you know, do the best that you can do. But that being said, the, the, the best exercises for butt building would be core exercises such as squat, deadlift, um, lunges, um, you know, and all those things you can do at home with no weights, you would have to, you know, add more reps into it, or, you know, you could add some kettlebell, uh, kettlebell work, kettlebell work. And, um, but I mean, your best bet would be to the gym. Um, and then again, the, uh, the running, you know, the, the, the cardio, as far as that aspect, cause you're working all those lower muscles also, but lifting is going to be your number one way to, you know, to build that, that booty that you're looking for. Um, you know, diet and stuff. That's all, that's all great when it comes to everything else. You're talking about that area. There's no, there's really no shortcut. That's excellent. I feel that will definitely help individuals on more than one front, just not even for the exercise purpose uh, as well, but just basically what you said in the very beginning of that, of only focusing on yourself, looking at yourself and not comparing to anyone else. Uh, I know that's kind of the biggest trap that's out there with social media. Everyone's on it. A million, I think you said there's 900 million users on Instagram per day, uh, some crazy amount, but it's like if everyone's looking to compare to other people, you're never looking at the one person that matters most, and that's yourself. Uh, and that's a great comparison. It's always you versus you, uh, you being the best version of yourself. And I know those couple of instances and examples uh, will definitely help people do that. So thank you for sharing that. I know that's huge. And I feel that's an awesome way to kind of transition out here. Uh, I know we've given a whole bunch of game, I would say, to everyone that is listening. And we might have to do a part three because I know this is going to do well. I know a lot of more questions are going to follow. So there might be a third part. Uh, just to get your information on that, do you think you'd be cool with doing a third part if a lot of people are asking for another Robbery Fitness podcast? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I'd, always, uh, I'd always come back and answer questions. I mean, that's... Uh it's, 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 it's good for me. It's good. Uh, it's good to, to keep me refreshed and on my toes. You know, it's good to, to hear from people and, and what they're thinking. Cause you know, sometimes people are too shy to, you know, ask those questions to where everyone else can see them. So if they have some, uh, anonymity behind it, um, as long as they can get their questions answered, you know, that's, that's all that matters. Excellent. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I know you've helped so many people with this particular podcast here and all the information you've given. I know it's helping me a great deal where I'll be able to use this information to pass it down to a lot of the people I'm sure that will ask me these questions in the future. So just in case they want to get a hold of you, this is your time. Shameless plug, plug away. Where can they find Robbery Fitness and everything you have going on so they can get a hold of you? All right, so they can find me on Instagram at Rob Reed Fitness, or they can go uh, to my website and purchase do-it-yourself plans and workouts uh, at robreedfitness.com. 
Awesome, Rob. Well, I really appreciate that. And I thank you for your time again. I know this podcast is going to do crazy numbers and it's number one going to give people so much value and impact in their life. So I greatly appreciate you being on the show. And as usual, we take it out the same way every single episode. Remember, do and become the best you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to know what you've learned. So if you wouldn't mind, would you take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast on your phone right now, upload to your Instagram stories and tag me at JC of the finest. And then let me know in that IG story what is one thing you learned and one thing that you would like to learn more about. I love hearing more from my clients, listeners, friends, new and old all over the world. Right as soon as you do this, go inside the podcast app and hit that little button there that says subscribe. Leave me a five-star review and a five-star rating. Again, this helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of helping change the world one person at a time, it makes a massive difference by you leaving that review. So thank you very much for tuning in, my finest hour friends. And thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. And remember, do and become the best you.